following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. St. Peter, and now for the host of the show, the savior of the weed, Stoner Jesus. yes oh yes welcome everyone Stoner Jesus Show podcast recorded live on January 8th 2016 we're live on CannabisRadio.com and on the Cannabis Radio account on Spreaker if you're listening live it says Cannabis Radio on air there's a red live thing that's me, yo. Otherwise, podcasts can be found on SternJesus.net and CannabisRadio.com and other platforms like Stitcher and iHeart and iTunes. All that should be updated soon. All those feeds. 
The quickest way to get the podcast is sternjesus.net. That goes that feeds right to Stitcher as well. A lot of great podcasts on cannabisradio.com. If you're listening to Cannabis Radio the last couple hours, you heard Russ Belleville, who precedes me. And I'm on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Big show tonight. Just so much. We all the shit from Wednesday night. By the way, before I go any further, some technical issues Wednesday night. But as is the case with technical issues, probably about 20 or 25% of the time, it was completely my fault. Everything was actually working fine. I psyched myself out to thinking it was not working correctly. And then uh, I had an error, which I think I caused by trying to, to restart the uh, the live feed for Cannabis Radio, the other live feed or whatever. The whole thing just went to shit. And as I said, about, is about a quarter of the time, maybe, technical problems are just user error. The user, of course, being me. So that's what happened Wednesday night. So we're packing in the shit from Wednesday night into tonight, along with Sex Toys and Stories from the Road, the VDJ Sexy Hippie. We'll do that. We'll do gay news. We'll do an Antichrist update. A lot of shit to get to and talk about, including uh, exciting news, uh, which basically is a new fucking show. I'll get into that in a minute. I'm also writing in, in a new place. It's going to bring us a lot of uh, a lot more traffic to the website. Talk about all that, but first, I'm on Twitter, SternJesus420. I don't care where you're listening to the show at, how you're listening to it, uh, when you're listening, it doesn't matter. Tweet me a link to wherever you're listening to it, and you will get a retweet. A podcast on any of the platforms, whatever. If you're listening live, do it that way. I'll retweet it. I'm just 140,000 on Twitter. If you want to email the show, staringjesus420 at gmail.com. Interact with us that way. There's a Facebook group, Disciples of Stoner Jesus. If you're on Facebook, you want to talk with other hardcore fans of the show, Disciples of Stoner Jesus on Facebook. We also have the new Reddit Subreddit, just search Stoner Jesus. That's all one word, Stoner Jesus on Reddit. And you'll find it. I'm trying to get that going. Like I said, it's very new. Took a while to get the, 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 the Facebook group going as well, but it did. You know, we uh, the hardcore people are there, but people want to be more anonymous. That's why I created the Reddit. In case you don't want your, you want to be put on blast, as the kids say. You can do it anonymously through Reddit, reddit.com slash r slash Stoner Jesus. Go check that shit out. Uh, St. Peter's Punishment. I was planning on setting it up Wednesday and then doing it tonight for his just fucking inability to bring me any more money. 40 hours. He still owes me like 95 bucks. Where the fuck it is? I stopped keeping track because it doesn't matter. He's not going to give me any more. He owed me 240 He didn't pay me 240 We got fucking problems. Now again, uh, the punishment is going to happen tonight. We're going to have to push it to next week sometime. I'll let you know about that. Uh, if you didn't hear it, Monday night in the last podcast, St. Peter's punishment has been decided on. He's going to watch eight hours of Ellen and her television show. That's right, the dancing, the the jokes from 25 years ago, the, the pandering celebrity interviews, the, the hundreds of mindless women in the seats, just laughing and cackling at Ellen's every utterance. Eight hours of that. Of course, technically, St. Peter is an employee of the show, so we have to follow OSHA regulations and, and workers' compensation uh, to avoid workers' compensation claims. 
So in the in the eight hours, you're gonna have to watch Ellen for a total of eight hours, but there will be two fifteen minute breaks and a half hour lunch. Um, so you know, it breaks up a little bit, but still eight hours of Ellen over nine hours. So you know, we can we can uh, withstand, or we can uh, be within the in the, in the confines of the Occupational Safety and Health Administration, or whatever the fuck it's called, OSHA, whatever. They need from us, because I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to get into trouble with government regulators. Oh, I didn't pay, I didn't play uh, St. Peter's music for the update for his stupid fucking inability to pay me any money. There you go. That's enough. Because he's not here, it doesn't fucking matter. I don't even need the music. That's why you got like 12 seconds of it. So... Uh, VDJ Sex Hippie, by the way, has joined us in the chat area. It is a little different, as I said. It's Cannabis Radio on air if you listen to us live. That's a live stream for Cannabis Radio. And uh, the podcast will be up on sternjesus.net right after the show. I'm able to get the podcast up on my website less than eight minutes after this show ends. That's what a fucking boss I am when it comes to podcasting. Eight motherfucking minutes. I'm able to upload this show, get the description done. Bam, I'm tweeting it out, Facebooking it out, boom. <clears throat> and the shit, the shit. Anyway, it's enough about me. On to the show. <laughs> I do want to do a fantasy football update because I did, <laughs> I did really fucking bad. And the Stoner Jesus Fantasy Football League created by Dark underscore Dank underscore Lucha on Twitter. Uh, Dark Dank Luchas finished. Uh, he finished third in the league at nine and four. The champion of the league, the MTPG four twenty Turtles, our old friend Taylor, longtime listener of the show. When I say longtime listener, I mean going back to two thousand eleven. MTPG four twenty on Twitter. He won with a ten and three record. The Stoner Heaven Jesuses finished seventh. That's out of ten. So I didn't finish last. I did have a record of 3-10, and 10, however, which is bad. It wasn't the worst record. Disco Stew came in at 2-11. and 11, But uh, after the playoffs and everything, I came in 7th. Which, uh, you know, it's not, I don't know. It's not bad. The Dodman podcast joined us as well. That's not good either. <laughs> Let's face it. There's no way I can spin 3-10 and 10 as some kind of successful thing. But it was fun nonetheless. Uh, MTBG wants to do it again next year. You know, that's up to them. Him and Dark Tank Lucha or whatever, set it up. I'll do. I'll play again. Why not? Like I said, I got content for the show. It was embarrassing. As I said before it started, for some reason, I'm just really fucking bad at fantasy football. I said, I understand the game. I know the players. I've watched football every weekend for 30 years. Granted, most of that time I was watching the Cincinnati Bengals. That's not exactly the top quality uh, type of football you want to watch all the time, but they have gotten better. So anyway, congratulations to MTPG420 for winning the Fantasy Football League. <laughs> Do you have an Antichrist update coming up? Sex Toys and Stories from the Road with VDJ Sexy Hippie as well. Uh, around 8.30 or so. 
I know. Still getting the timing down. You know, the, the Friday night show, we can go 90 minutes. Well, technically, we can go as long as we fucking want. I mean, there's nobody coming on after us, so, you know, however long I want to hold the CannabisRadio.com stream hostage, I can. Can we get my hands around that stream? We'll wrestle it to the ground. That's right. Then you do that with a stream. Well, yeah, I can. I'm Jesus, bitch. You have no idea. So anyway, that was fantasy football. Before we go to break, I do want to announce that the other day, Gary Johnson, a former governor of New Mexico, announced he's running for the Libertarian Party nomination for president, which he won in 2012. I voted for him in 2012. He got like 1.2 million or 1.3 million votes. Uh, nothing big in the grand scheme of things, uh, but more than the Libertarian Party ever got before. There are others in the race for the Libertarian Party nomination. We'll be talking about more about that in ensuing weeks, months. It is a presidential election season. This dovetails. <coughs> pardon me. This dovetails into my next subject. If you were a listener of the show back in 2011, 2012, which is highly unlikely. Most of those people have abandoned us, and that's fine. I'm not bitter or anything. <laughs> but if you were a fan of the show back then, you knew I used to do a segment. As I said, 2011, 2012, around when the uh, the presidential election was getting kicked into gear, uh, we were, of course, Ron Paul supporters, 100%. But there's a segment in the show called Pothead Punditry. It's basically, a, a, as I said, we did within the show, it was basically a political segment. We talked about all kinds of things, economics, the Council on Foreign Relations, fucking all of it, conspiracy theories, whatever. Now, we are again coming, down, coming around to an election cycle in the United States here over the course of the next 11 months. It really brings a lot of people's attention back to politics. Most people in this country don't give a fuck. It's like the Olympics. In the four intervening years, there's nothing. Well, three in this case, because the, the U.S. presidential election goes on for a long time. But people's attention come back around. And what I found in 2011 and 2012 is the platform that I have and the show that I have and my social media reach and so on and so forth gives me the opportunity to bring issues that stoners and potheads or whatever may otherwise not be exposed to. They may have no idea. And some of these things are very important. So what I'm going to do is I'm not I, – I toyed with the idea of bringing the segment back to the show, but we really have limited time on the show with CampusRadio.com and doing the one-hour podcast and all of that. So what I'm going to do is a separate show. Now, it's not going to be a full-blown show. There's not going to be advertisers and multiple platforms and all that shit. I'm going to post it on my Spreaker account on uh, Spreaker. <laughs> I'll post it there. It's the Stoner Jesus Archive now if you want to go check it out or whatever. And I'll be tweeting it out, putting it on Facebook, all that shit. <clears throat> I'm going to fully promote the episodes. They're going to be about, unless I have an interview with someone who would fit you know, uh, the criteria of the show, it's going to be 15, 20 minutes. I'll probably do it once a week, maybe more if I feel like it. Maybe I won't do a show at all if I feel like don't feel like it, if I have nothing to talk about or anything to talk about, whatever. There's going to be no schedule. It's not going to be live. I'm going to record it whenever I feel like it. Highlight three or four stories or uh, videos or audio clips or whatever. 
not uh, not weed related stuff because we do weed news here. Well, it could be some of it could be weed related. It's not going to be you know set in stone. But three or four stories that I think deserve greater attention or or illuminate greater ideas about freedom and liberty and and, and all of that. And we'll use, uh, hopefully I can get better distribution for it, hopefully it'll get a wide distribution, downloads, all that stuff. If you want to see what Pod Dead Punditry was like back in the day, you can on our YouTube channel, The Stoner Jesus 420 on YouTube. is linked on stonerjesus.net as well. You can go back and there's a playlist of the 30-something episodes of Pod Dead Punditry. I went back and cut them out of the shows and made them their own YouTube videos, and which is just you know a picture with audio. Which is uh, how YouTube works, right? Just a picture with audio or maybe a slideshow of pictures with some audio from the radio. I think I'm using YouTube correctly. In any case, these episodes are going to be posted up on Spreaker. They'll be downloadable. All that shit. I may put them on YouTube as well. I don't know. That's a pain in the ass. And I don't know how necessary it is. You know, Spreaker has mobile players and apps. And you can listen to it on any phone or tablet or computer. So I really don't know what the point would be. Again, you're just going to be staring at a picture or a series of pictures that change at different time intervals. I don't know how exciting that is. I don't think it's exciting at all. But I'm also not going to sit here and uh, stare into a fucking camera and tell you what's going on. I'm an audio person. I do Periscope every once in a while, but that sucks. That sucks. I look stupid. (laughs) So what I'm going to do is audio. I feel Like I said, 15, 20 minutes, whenever I feel like it. Highlighting the things that I want to talk about, and I think that the, the, the potheads and stoners and the cannabis community may not look at because we're so focused on legalization, which is very important. But there are other things out there. There are other issues out there that need to be, that need, they need the spotlight of stoner Jesus. I'm going to train that spotlight on them. Anyway, Antichrist update coming up. Sex toys and stories from the road with VDJ Sexy Hippie. Maybe a little late. We'll get. <laughs> we will definitely have plenty of time. Like I said, I can go to fucking nine thirty if I feel like. I can go beyond if I want to. You know, nobody. <laughs> so there's nobody coming up, man. It's just me. I think technically I could broadcast until Russ's next show, which will be Monday night, six Eastern. I could broadcast till six Eastern Monday night. I'm not going to do that. Stern G's Show podcast. It's January 8th, 2016. We're recording it live. So be on the lookout for Pod Dead Punditry and go check out the YouTube videos. You can probably just search Pod Dead Punditry on YouTube. I'm sure you'll find the episodes from 2011 and 2012. It's pretty interesting shit, If uh, as most of you, I'm sure, did not get to hear it then. You can hear it now through the beauty of technology. Antichrist update, as I said, coming up. Sex Toys and Stories from the Road with VDJ Sexy Hippie. Gay News. A possible update on our former bald little Mexican intern, Chemo Suave, and more. Stay tuned, Dick Nuggets. The Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. The Stoner Jesus Show is brought to you by Gigawax Vaporizers. Check out the Gigawax banner on stonerjesus.net. Gigawax Vaporizer pens are sleek, unique, and versatile. They're made with artists, DJs, producers, and music lovers in mind. Get your Gigawax Vaporizer pen for a great low price right now. Go click that Gigawax banner on stonerjesus.net. 
Very, very exciting. Stoner Jesus here recording. We just ended the Stoner Jesus show live. And I get word that we get an exclusive interview with a presidential candidate who has been polling well, uh, polling uh, almost double digits in some states behind Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. Of course, you may have heard about him on the news. Presidential candidate D's Nuts. Uh, we have him on the phone as an exclusive. Uh, Mr. Nuts, are you there? Yeah, 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 I'm here. I'm here. Okay, okay, awesome, awesome. I know you're busy. I won't take a lot of your time. Right, right, right. I just right. have a couple questions for you. Uh, what, what are you doing now? Uh, right now, uh, my dude's going to another uh, campaign event. Got a lot of stuff going on. We're really, really busy. He's really, really uh, doing well. All right, all right, all right. I just, I just want, really want to ask you, uh, first of all, are, are, you, are you glad to see the polls that the show you do, uh, like 9%, 10% in some states? Absolutely, absolutely. We're, we're happy about the polls. We're looking good. We're doing good. We're on our way to the next event. I really don't have a lot of time, okay, okay. so we can what, hurry this along. What is your platform? If you're president, uh, Mr. Nuts, what is your platform right. going to be? Right, right. Uh, my, it's very simple. No pants. No pants, no underwear. Going commando all the right. time. Let them swing free, if you know what I'm saying. Now, I really, really hate to let you go, but i got to get going. Okay. i okay. got stuff okay. to well, do. Thank I got another you, speech uh, Mr. to get Nuts. to. Uh, Mr. Nelson, good luck in the race. All right, all right. Thank you now. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Oh, and uh, oh, hold on, hold on. Uh, one more thing, one more thing. What? what, uh, what? What's that? Uh, I wanted to ask you before I let you go. Do you know D? D? D's nuts. Oh, <laughs> you got me. There you go. You got me. There you Thank go, you, Mr. Nuts. All right, I'm gone. Bye bye now. Vote D's nuts. Presidential contender D's nuts. This is for real. This is for real. Maybe the savior we're looking for. Everybody going commando. Hell yeah. Go commando. Like that bitch in that commercial says. Whatever fuck her name is. Presidential candidate D's nuts. Calling in the Stern Jesus Show. Awesome. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Jesus Show podcast. We're live on January 8th, 2016. January. Jan- I think I'm saying that word wrong. January 8th, 2016. CannabisRadio.com, the Cannabis Radio account on Spreaker. If you're listening live, it says Cannabis Radio on air. There's a chat area there. If you're listening on CannabisRadio.com, click that little speech bubble thing. It should be spazzing out and have a little yellow dot on it. I don't know. Maybe it's malaria. 
Just click it, and you'll find the page with the chat area. Podcast, of course, on staringjesus.net, campusradio.com, and other platforms. It's time now for the Antichrist update. was many, uh, many moons ago we started following the rise of the Antichrist before she was even born. That's right, it's a she. Even before she was born. And tracking the movements and the whereabouts and gathering intelligence and information on the Antichrist. In fact, we have spared no expense. We have gone to great lengths to build this multi-million dollar Antichrist command center that is just incredible. It's incredible. Behold, the Antichrist command center. Flip the switch. spent definitely money well spent anyway you're wondering of course if you're new to the show who is the antichrist let me tell you as foretold in the scriptures long ago an antichrist would rise an antichrist with which i would have to do battle for the kingdom of of heaven, of course, that Antichrist has been identified as none other than Little Northwest, aka Kim Ye Jr., aka the Demon Spawn of Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. Now with her little Fredo in tow, Saint West, her second in command for the battle. It's a segment where, of course, we track the information and the intelligence that will be needed in the coming battle with the Antichrist Northwest and her minions. It's from RollingStone.com. Kanye West to release music, quote, every Friday, Kim Kardashian says. Do you hear that? Do you understand what's happening My question, of course, is, why? What did we do? What did we do to deserve Kanye West music every fucking Friday? Fridays are supposed to be happy times. You're supposed to be going into the weekend. Maybe you're going to get drunk. Maybe you're going to get fucked. Something good's going to happen. But now on Friday, you get to look forward to Kanye West music. The anthems of the Antichrist. Apparently, the In the Works 7th LP from, uh, from uh, Kanye West is named Swish. Friday. 
many exclamation points. New music, many exclamation points. Hashtag every Friday, hashtag swish, hashtag real friends. She tweeted early Friday morning, suggesting the rapper-producer could be teasing the album with new material. Apparently there are other songs that he has released. I'm going to avoid as if they have an STD or something. <laughs> I can't play Mayway for copyright reasons, but even so, I don't think I would want to. It sounds horrible. That sounds horrible. I can't help but think that this is somehow directed at me. I don't mean to sound arrogant or anything, but I can't help but think that this is somehow the, the, the opening salvos of the war. These are big fucking bombs every Friday. This is Northwest doing. Mark my words. You said, Daddy, it would really be awesome, or dope, or whatever the fuck they say. It'd be really bomb-ass of you if you release music every Friday. And he's like, yeah, that sounds good. She's like, yeah, take that stoner, Jesus. Apparently one of the new songs is called Real Friends. Just shut up. Just shut up. They're sharing pics of St. West. Northwest and St. West, those are the name of their children. What's this? Tretch uh, from OPP fame it puts Kim Kardashian and Kanye West on blast. On blast. Did I not use that very phrase in the first segment? That is what the kids are saying. Don't tell me. Damn, we were way fucking late. We got uh, Sex Toys and Stories from the Road with VDJ6 Hippie coming up. But uh, let me, I want to get to this one real quick. Uh, for whatever reason, Tretch decided to throw Kanye West and Kim Kardashian un- under the bus yesterday, which was January 5th, during a series of tweets. The Naughty by Nature MC had a close relationship with Tupac back in the day, and as soon as he caught an internet meme with Ye's picture next to the caption, I think Pac is overrated, inspired him to take a few jabs at the celebrity couple. The full Pac is overrated meme Shows Kanye making the quote and then Pac in a side-by-side picture saying, your wife is overrated. <laughs> and this is followed up by a tweet of two lines next to each other, presumably after mating, and Tretch putting his own caption on it saying, what Kim says after she takes her strap-on dildo off after hitting Kanye in the ass. Wow. That's not subtle at all. <laughs> There's no subtlety in that tweet whatsoever. Uh, Kanye West never said publicly that Tupac is overrated and even praised him in a 2013 interview saying he's the greatest rapper of all time. A fake news site did publish a story of Kanye reportedly saying Pac wasn't much of a musician, but uh, well, it was a fake website. In any case, it's, a <laughs> it's hardcore. It's a BET.com if you want to check that out. Why wouldn't you? It's actually a pretty good fucking story. <laughs> Coming up after the break, sex toys and stories from the road with VDJ Sexy Hippie live from Canada. Now, we also have a commercial coming up for our brand new sponsor, Joybox. We're hearing more from them in VDJ Sexy Hippie's segment in the coming weeks. But for now, they are an awesome new sponsor. Their banner is up on sternjesus.net. They have a storage system for cannabis and a storage system for your sex toys. Uh, they're a great price as well. I, I was surprised at how great the price was. So go check them out and all the other banners on sternjesus.net and the banners on Cannabis Radio 
Hoes.com. We'll be back, Hoes. The Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. Hello, my children. Stoner Jesus here. Tell you about another great sponsor of the Stoner Jesus Show. It's Pottles. Check out their banner on stonerjesus.net. P O T T L E S. Follow my Pottles on Twitter. They have all kinds of great stuff, including odor free stash containers. They come in all kinds of sizes and colors. They're airtight, watertight, and UV protected. They also got cones, dab stuff, they got glass, tubes, and more. Check out that Pottles banner on stonerjesus.net. Or simply go to mypottles.com. Think outside the baggie. They always have great deals and more going on. Go get your odor-free stash containers and more. Just click that Pottles banner on stonerjesus.net. Do you have cannabis products? Do you have sex toys? Maybe you have both. Your all-in-one storage solutions can be found at joybox.com. You simply check out the Joybox banner on stonerjesus.net. If you're looking for a great, safe cannabis storage solution for all your cannabis products, your pipes, your papers, your stash containers, all of that stuff, all you need is get a storage container from Joybox. Check out joybox.com or click the Joybox banner on stonerjesus.net. If you have an extensive, maybe expensive sex toy collection that you want to protect as well, you can get those storage containers also at Joybox. Go check them out. They're an awesome sponsor of the Stoner Jesus Show. Protect your passion with Joybox. Click that Joybox banner on stonerjesus.net. The joy is inside. You're listening to the Stoner Jesus Show. Not only can Stern Jesus Show podcast be found on SternJesus.net, you can also find them on CannabisRadio.com. You can also find the show by searching Stoner Jesus on Spreaker.com and the Spreaker Radio app. Also the Stitcher Radio app, iTunes, the iHeartRadio app, and iHeart.com. If you want the links to all of these, go to SternJesus.net in the top menu bar. There's a page that says, Listen to the Stoner Jesus Show. There you can find all the different ways you can listen to the Stoner Jesus Show podcast. All other information on the show can be found at stonerjesus.net. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sex, toys, and stories from the 
with our clever and cunning companion from Canada, VDJ, Sexy Hippie. Ah, oh, yeah. Bumpin'. Bumpin', son. Sex toys and stories from the road with BDJ, Sexy Hippie. Of course, you can always check out her page on SternJesus.net. You can send her questions at BDJ, Sexy Hippie on Twitter. BDJ, Sexy Hippie at gmail.com. BDJ, Sexy Hippie. Checking in from Canada. What is up, BDJ? Nothing much, nothing much. Just chilling, smoking some bong hits, you know, all that awesome stuff. Fucking A. Fucking A. <laughs> so anyways, uh, happy new year, everyone. I hope everyone is uh, having a good time back in your routines and whatnot. And uh, yeah. Hell yeah. Things are awesome. <laughs> so things are uh, well in Canada. They are, they are. Um, mind you, it's we don't have that much snow. It's a really, really weird winter here in El Canada. Nino. Yes, yes. Well, put it this way: I was okay. Christmas time was weird. Looking outside and unwrap and seeing green grass while unwrapping Christmas gifts was not an experience I've ever had before. <laughs> so that is weird. Very weird. Very weird. But. Anyways, I have a couple articles that I found just to kind of get back into the swing of things. I am very, very happy to welcome uh, uh, Joybox as a sponsor. Yes. That's awesome. Um, in the next little while, I will be doing a review of their product, of one of their products, which will be a mystery. We'll see which one. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So check their shit out, really, if you get a chance. Um, so the first article is... Uh, here in Canada, of course, legalization is uh, going to be happening very, very soon with the new government. But, of course, it's not a top priority, which I understand. I see it within two years. We're going to get it. Yeah. Our weight's getting it, you know. But uh, an activist, uh, Dina Larson, uh, part activist for BC, um, I found an article here where she sends weed to, weed to liberal MPs in legalization push. Because it's still going to take a while, but you know what? Let's remind them that uh, this is something that uh, we want. So this is on CBC.ca. Uh, so anyways, a well-known activist for marijuana legalization has sent a sample to every liberal MP to refamiliarize them with the substance pleasant effects and remind them to keep keep their election promises. That was one of the biggest promises that they made. Um, and I believe that did push a lot of the younger vote in the yeah. direction. Absolutely. Uh, because a lot of the younger generation, even if they don't smoke, they are not complete. Well, most of them are not against it. Yeah. Uh, they they don't see the point of it being illegal because there is tons of evidence on how it helps medically. Um, and it's they see alcohol, the effects of alcohol. They see how alcohol is worse than fucking pot. So a lot of the and we had a huge voter turnout this time around. A lot of the younger people were really interested in this election. So it's nice to see that, you know, someone's going to be reminding the party. So Dina Larson, a founding member of the Marijuana Party, who went up on the run federally for the NDP and uh, contested contest the B.C. NDP leadership, mailed all 
and 84 federal liberal MPs a gram of dried marijuana along with his book, <laughs> Cannabis, Cannabis in Canada, and the Illustrated History. So I think that's fucking awesome. I really do. That takes some balls. That really takes some balls because doing that, yeah, you can get yourself in trouble for knowing pot. <laughs> because of the stupid laws that we currently have. Yeah. So since they're soon to be legalizing cannabis, um, it is a good time for them to learn about the history of vote, how cannabis is an important part of our country's history. Uh, I included a grant for them because it's also a good time for them to refamiliarize themselves with the pleasant effects of cannabis and to remember why so many Canadians enjoy using cannabis for medication and relaxation. The packages were sent to each MP's constituency offices, bypassing any shared mailroom security for their office on Parliament Hill. (laughs) Patrick McDonald, the Deputy of Arms, uh, the Deputy Sergeant at Arms and Corporate Security Officer for the House of Commons, which is like our place. You guys have the White House, we have the House of Commons. Uh, circulated an email to MPs on Tuesday saying that if you're constituently office and receives such a package, please contact your law enforcement agency immediately to properly dispose of the package. Because these officers do not have jurisdiction to screen incoming mail in local writing. And that's the other thing too, is our laws are a little bit different as far as what they can and cannot do as far as searching uh, things like that compared to you guys. You guys have what the Patriot Act, so they can pretty much, for whatever reason, check your shit out and not yeah. tell you. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have that. We don't have that. We still have quite a bit of protection over our, our privacy. So, anyways, uh, it is unknown whether all 184 packages got through and how many MP officers contacted the authorities as directed. While it's not not illegal to mail marijuana, Larson wrote to Radio Canada, hear from the police over this. They have much more things to do. Haven't smoked yet. An unsolicited token tokens. Oh. We're definitely so, having some. Uh, we're definitely having some kind of connection issues. That's not good. Can you hear me? No, it is not. You're uh, you're you're cutting in and out. But over the last couple of minutes, it's gotten even worse. The video is frozen. Let me see if I can turn that off. How this? See if that's any better. How's that? Uh, I think that's better. Is that better? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Okay, there we go. There We're we go. set. Woohoo! <laughs> okay, so um, so while uh, and then so tokens are worth about eight hundred dollars and set. One rookie MP from Toronto, Nate. Esther Smith appeared enthusiastic about gifts first tweeting. Thanks for the gifts at Lar- uh, Dina Larson received, but haven't smoked it yet. Legalize it. And I know for a fact that that is one thing that is going to happen. A lot of our MP- MPs are on board, and they will tell you, yes, we are be- going to be legalizing it. Give us some time. Fucking A. I know my local MP, when I talked to him, he told me it was going to, you know, it's, it's there. It's uh, one of their agendas. Yeah. You know, but it is going to take time, and I know it, it, we're going to have it within two years, and we don't have to worry about voting for it or whatever. It's just going to pass. Yeah. Um, and then he la- 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 later wrote on Twitter, on a serious note, thousands of Canadians are charged every year for marijuana possession. The sensibility policy is long overdue, and that is true. It's 
it's the same thing in the States. You know, people are going to jail for minor possession. It's costing ex- more money than it's fucking worth for a fucking plant. Yeah. The two-year government pledge to legalize, regulate, and restrict access to marijuana appears likely to consume plenty of political auction as the new government takes down to business on its election promises in 2016. Trudeau has suggested change could come in a year or two, but a brief, uh, brief briefing obtained by the Canadian press suggested the Prime Minister has been warned that Canada is currently on signatory of three international treaties that criminalize the possession and product of marijuana. So it's going to take time. Yeah. Because they got to review things. they got to make sure they're not stepping on anyone's toes. Like, it, it is reasonable. Well, we know it's on, on its way. It's just when. Uh, the Liberal Party says on its website, the legalization plans will also include the creation of new, stronger laws to punish people who provide marijuana to minors, sell it outside the new regulatory framework, or operate a vehicle under its influence. Trudeau has promised to, to set up a task force compressing federally, provincially, and municipal governments while seeking input from experts in the in health, uh, public health, substance abuse, and the police to de- designate a new system of marijuana sales and dis- distribution. So he's doing his research. Yeah. I'm honestly hoping, though, what I would like to see, too, is uh, him, though, talk to some of the advocates, some of the big advocates here in Canada, and get their opinions on what to do. You know, I know you, I know everyone knows a lot of, you know, Canadians that have a lot of suggestions that have been voicing it on shows like yours. Yeah. So go yeah. get a hold of them and, and ask them their opinions, what they think. You know, and I'm hoping he's going to do that. So far, he's impressed me with quite a bit of shit he's done. Um, this is not the first time Larson has sought attention by mailing pot to to a politician. During the 2014 teacher strike in BC, he mailed Premier Christy Clark a larger sample suggesting that smoking it could help the wearing sides of the distribution ease tensions. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And then uh, this few joints of Purple Kush could help Christy Clark BC and Fast Ben MLA resolve it. The BCTF. So this is an older tweet. So um, you know, it's, it's. I think that's pretty fucking cool. That's fucking awesome. You know, someone oh, fucking yeah. had the balls to fucking do something like that. But again, it's on on its way. You know, we are going to have legalization soon enough. It's just a matter of time. It's a matter on how it's going to be done. Um, and so far, like I said, Trudeau's kind of impressed me. Like they had that thing in France there, that environmental thing in France. And most politicians would send a member of their own party to something like that. Yeah. He sent Elizabeth Mays, the leader of the Green Party, the one that would know about the environment. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And then I found another article. Um, I'm sorry. Today's an article day. I'm just in one of those moods. And uh, it's about Canadians. Canadians more polite than Americans on Twitter, study says. So I figured that would be a fun article to kind of... Because our, our countries, in some ways, it, we have different things. Like, the way we speak, not just our accents, but some of the things we say. Uh, what we refer to things as, like, um, I believe I was talking I was talking to someone yesterday, and how you guys call macaroni and cheese, for example, we call craft dinner. <laughs> we call it by the brand name, not yeah. macaroni and cheese. Like, you say macaroni and cheese, and you're thinking maybe something homemade. But 
craft dinner is craft dinner. Like it's the kitty in a way. So <laughs> I figured this would be a fun article about politeness because a lot of times we us Canadians we think we're more polite than Americans, you know. Yeah. And it seems like the, uh, the opinion of the world in a way that us Canadians are just more polite. But let's see. Um, it turns out uh, that the stereotype is true. Canadians are more polite than Americans, at least on Twitter. Uh, while the two neighbors are culturally similar, a new study from McMaster University shows that Canadian tweeters use more positive phrase- phrases such as great, amazing, and beautiful. Americans, by contrast, commonly use negative words uh, such as hate, hail, tired, hurt, and annoying. <laughs> <laughs> so, mm. yeah, we're, um, I got, we're always pissed I off got, about something. We're a very angry country. Yes. Yes, but I think you know. I think in the states, a lot of it has to do with the fact that it's very unorganized. I find your government's very, very unorganized. I don't know, and it's all it's one. It's pretty much one party as as far as the way I see it. Like you got the two party system, but it's always the same people in and out every couple of years, oh, yeah. and nothing has really happened. And that's sad because America has the potential to be a great country. Oh, yeah, um, we fucked that up a long time ago. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. So the project is the work of Daniel Smitson-Take and Briar Sitafella, the two PhD candidates in the Department of Linguistics. They work in a lab that looks uh, looks at how the Internet can help us understand our global neighbors. The pair complied more than 3 million geotagged tweets from February to October last year. As soon as they created a word cloud of findings, they notice something interesting. What's striking is that there's a huge difference in the way Canadians and Americans use language. As Smithton said, it is a window into their their own ideas and beliefs. Canadians seem to be a lot more more buoyant and upbeat and positive. And I do see that. Yeah. I do see it. We're pretty much happy-go-lucky. Things can be fucking shitty, but you ask us how we're doing, and we're like, okay, awesome. Like, we're awesome. <laughs> you know? Occasionally, I'll say bitchy, but generally, it's awesome, even if I am bitchy. So, the pair also analyzed tweets from England and Scotland and found subtler differences. English tweeters use the word small, for example, while Scottish tweeters use we. W-E-E. <laughs> As far as they know, they're the first linguists to compare tweets from two English-speaking countries. Twitter is a good tool for exploring people's attitudes, Simlix said, and he casts no judgments over our American neighbors. I'm British, so I'm impartial to all of this. So here are some of the commonly tweeted Canadian words. Favorite, Habs, Raptors, Jays, Hockey, A. (laughs) (laughs) I love, gotta have A. Gorgeous dreams and morning. And some of the mo- uh, more co- uh, common American words are damn, wanna, bored, sleep, school, dude, hate, and Chipotle. <laughs> Chipotle, like, seriously? Yeah, Chipotle was awesome. making a lot of people sick. So I think that's uh, it's a lot of bad word of mouth. Maybe. I like Chipotle sauce, though. Uh, the pair created a map and word clouds to present their findings. Well, yeah, yeah and, uh, in America, Chipotle is, uh, is a restaurant chain that's been giving a lot of people like E. coli and shit. Oh, it's a train. See, here, it's, yeah. I, I think of it as a sauce. So there you go. Here's the, here, There's something pretty simple that is a miscommunication between a Canadian and an American. Yeah. 
you know. So they uh, they work under the direction of Victor Coopermas, a McMaster linguistics professor, and are currently writing up their findings to send out for publication. So I thought it was pretty neat, you know. It is interesting. I think are, a lot of the uh, I think a lot of politeness is like you know it depends on where you are in the United States too because like on the coast and shit it tends to be more hardcore and the there's a lot more at least uh, manners and attempts at courtesy I think in like the middle states but you know yeah it depends well, on know, uh, it depends on how you know I mean most of the time I if know, you ask an American how they're doing they'll tell you to fuck off or something like that <laughs> yeah I knows that here in Canada too it depends on where you are. Like, here, in the city that I live, it's a very negative city. Yeah. Um, very, very negative. I, I'm, But, again, I'm on the American border. Maybe that has something to do with it. Infected. You know, maybe we got infected or something. <laughs> but I'm originally from a, a small northern town and very, very polite. And even when I went to the city that was in, from my hometown, people were generally polite. Yeah. You know, doors, uh, you know, chit-chatting away, you know, see a baby, you know, things like that. Where where I live now, it's not like that. And I even find it's weird. Toronto, for example, I find people in Toronto are a lot more polite than people are in the town that I am. Toronto is huge. Yeah. Huge. And I've partied, like in Toronto, I've partied all over the place in Toronto. So I hit all the different cultures in Toronto. Well, not all, all, but a good chunk of them. You know? So, I don't know. It's, it depends on where you live. depends on operating. And things could change in the next couple of years. There's a yeah. lot of stuff going on in the world right now, and it's it's changing people. A lot of people are negative on how, where, where we're going to be in five or ten years as humans. You know? So, I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah. Anyways, I encourage people, if you have any questions, any topics, you have an article, you have anything you want me to talk about on Sex, Toys, and Stories from the Road, feel free to tweet me at VGJ6B, or you can also email me at VGJ6Hippie at uh, gmail.com. And again, um, I welcome any sponsors. We have Joybox, welcome. And uh, I, like I said, I really enjoy, uh, I, I, I really look forward to uh, reviewing your product and checking it out and stuff like that. So that's awesome. And uh, I hope everyone has a wonderful day and New Year's. Fucking A. Thank you, BDJ. Fucking A. Yeah, <laughs> thank you, Sturdy Jesus. Talk to you next week. Absolutely. Next Friday. Next Friday. That's correct. Word. Word. <laughs> have a good one. Sex Toys and Stories from the Road with VDJ Sexy Hippie every Friday night. There's a page for it on sternjesus.net. Go check it out. The All the places you can send her messages, questions, topics, whatever. Do it. Just go fucking do it. Lazy bastards. The fuck are you waiting for? Stern Jesus Show podcast recorded Live January 8th, 2016 on CannabisRadio.com and Cannabis Radio live on Spreaker. If you're looking at the Spreaker player, trying to find us live, it says Cannabis Radio on air. Podcasts be later tonight on SternJesus.net and on Stitcher. It goes to CannabisRadio.com and eventually to iTunes and iHeart. All the different platforms. Go check us out. And be on the lookout for Pothead Punditry coming soon on the Stern Jesus Show archive, the Stern Jesus Archive account on Spreaker. 
check that shit out as well. I'll be tweeting it and putting it on Facebook and all that stuff. You won't be able to escape it. It'll be very annoying. By the way, I forgot to mention uh, my new writing gig should bring a lot of uh, more traffic to sternjesus.net. I'll be writing some articles about cannabis for the libertarianrepublic.com. It's a website that gets heavy, heavy traffic. And a huge, they have like 150,000 people on Facebook and 37,000 on Twitter. It's a huge presence and a whole new group of people to show, or at least try to entice them to come check out the Standard Jesus Show, as well as spreading word, the word about cannabis and and freedom and all that stuff. Another larger platform. So it'll be awesome. Between all those out as well, the articles and everything. And retweeting some of the other other articles on the the thelibertarianrepublic.com. Go check it out. We have gay news coming up. Stern Jesus Show, bitches. Stay tuned. The Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. Hey, uh, are you the one that put the ad on Craigslist? Uh, it was in the, the personal no. section uh, about you know want to have a little uh, have a little good time tonight. No. You don't want to have a good time tonight with me. No. Nothing about you know any uh, backdoor action. No. A little fifth base. You're not into that. No, and I I suggest you don't fucking call my phone anymore. You fucking perverted bastard. Are you sure you're not the one on the Craigslist? You're talking dirty to me. Damn, she hung up. <laughs> that was good. It was funny, though. <laughs> <coughs> Never even get called a fucking perverted bastard. Hell yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. The following com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. It is time for gay news on the Stoner Jesus show. Holy shit. I don't know. I'm trying to think of my favorite uh, uh, production elements. That's, I don't know. That's up there. VDJs is good, and, and the weed news is real good because of the guitar and shit, but man, I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's only 15 seconds, but that's really good. Stoner Jesus show podcast recorded live January 8th, 2016. It is time for gay news. As I said, seems going on in the world of gay news, and who better to advise uh, the gay community than Pat Robertson? It's always fun to hear from Pat Robertson, when he, especially when he talks about gay people. Uh, I believe it was like like probably like six months ago or a year ago. Uh, he said that um, gay people were going to 
uh, die off because they can't have kids. Because gay people, like two dudes and two women, can't have a kid. Which, first of all, they can. There's many scientific ways to do that. Uh, but <laughs> beyond that, it, it presupposes that straight people only have straight kids. When obviously straight couples have gay kids. <laughs> so anyway, I haven't heard this. But I'm assuming that um, his advice for uh, a lesbian teen mom is uh, something that would be worth something that would be worthwhile. This is from uh, the Seven Hundred Club on whatever channel that's on. Okay, Les says, Pat, my daughter was baptized and accepted Jesus as a child, but during the past three years, she believes she's gay. She'll be 18 in June and says she's moving in with her girlfriend. I believe that she's confused, and I have reminded her of God's promises for her. I don't accept this lifestyle because I believe God's word and truth for marriage. I continue to believe and pray for revelation and God's truth over her. How do I have a relationship with her? Um, love her and let her know you love her, and don't ever stop loving her and, and let her know. Okay, so far that's not bad. Keep going. Know that uh, you will be there for her whenever she needs it. But you've got to let her know, too, clearly what you've just said. You don't accept the lifestyle. So uh, uh, it's a difficult thing. But I think many young people, uh, you know, they, they, they want to, they think they're transsexual. and They think they've got to have a sex change operation. They've got to do this, that, and the other. And they don't really know what they're talking about because they're too young to know. And I have a feeling the same thing. You know, there's nothing that says that somebody can't be attracted to the opposite sex. Young girls have crushes, and they have crushes on their teachers, and they have crushes on other girls. And let's face it, why wouldn't you want to eat pussy? As well as boys. And uh, that's one of those things that happens. But that'll get differentiated as she gets older. But if she gets wrapped up in that lifestyle, she may never get out of it. So all I can say is love her and pray for her. <laughs> like it's a cult. She'll never get away. She'll never get away from the queer cult. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of stories in here. I gotta pick uh, uh, three lesbian moms. Uh, no. uh, Adam Lambert beat at Carrie Underwood. That doesn't interest me. Transgender U.S. veterans are more likely to fall sick than peers. This was like to be LGBT in China. Man, there are so many of these stories. Holy crap! I can't, I can't go through. I can't go through all this. Uh but Pat Robertson really uh, really caught my attention. Let's check out, uh, we'll try China. You know, fucked up shit's going to be going on in China, right? Uh, this is what it's like to be LGBT in China. Each week we look at what it's like to be queer in a different nook of the world. This week, China. Would queers in China be cheers? Huh? Am I right? I think there's a video. I'm waiting for this shit to load. We <laughs> may think of more stupid jokes. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to come up with anything better than cheers. I mean, really. That's going to be the name of the show. Gay people in China are cheers. This is like an interview. I don't know. We'll see how good this is. Let's see how far we get into this. Listen to this cheer. Each week we look at what it's like to be queer in a different nook of the world. This week, 
China. That's what I just said. Joining us to discuss gay life in the country is Charlene Liu, the co-founder of Shanghai Pride, and Zhu Bin, the founder of Common Language, the first group for lesbian, bisexual, and transgender women in China. Both of them are cheers. Thanks to both of you for being here. Charlene, uh, it'd be remiss not to mention first that China has just accepted the first lawsuit seeking same-sex marriage rights. Can you tell us a bit about that? Um, I think we see this case uh, as a milestone, really. And uh, it could go anyway. There are... <laughs> That's interesting. It's like China's just, just a little bit behind the United States. Many possibilities for the outcome. We probably won't see marriage equality happening in the near future. Uh, we are hopeful that in the future, in the long term, it, uh, it will come to this country. What is the current status of, uh, of same-sex relationships in China? Well, I would assume it's illegal, since they're fighting for it to be legal. I guess he means, like, do you get hung or, uh, or, or executed in some other way? Well, it is decriminalized. It has been decriminalized since uh, 1997. Well, it's decriminalized. I mean, you won't get in trouble for it. You just can't buy it at a store. <laughs> Uh, I arrived in China in 2005, so I can say that in the past 10 years, uh, more LGBT individuals are, are coming out. They are embracing their... Yes, Vijay. She does sound like Mrs. Swan from, <laughs> from Mad TV. Actuality. <laughs> there are more activity catered, activities catered for the LGBT community. More mainstream... Okay, so it's getting better. I, I understand. God, you're fucking boring. Did, it did get, get me to come up with cheer, so. I mean, that's not bad. <laughs> got something out of it. Oh, let's do, well, we got time. Let's do a couple more. Um, six pretty despicable things you should know about Alabama's Chief Justice Roy Moore. <clears throat> it's from HuffingtonPost.com. Civil Rights Watchdog calls him the Ayatollah of Alabama. Well, let's hear more about that. Maybe this video uploads right now. Holy crap. Alabama's Chief Justice Roy Moore has barred all judges from issuing marriage licenses to same-sex couples. In an administrative order, Moore said probate judges have a ministerial duty not to issue any marriage licenses contrary to the Alabama Sanctity of Marriage Amendment or the Alabama Marriage Protection Act. You may be thinking, didn't the Supreme Court already handle this one? Not according to Moore. The order points out the Obergefell v. Hodges decision only applied to the states named in the case, Michigan, Kentucky, Ohio, and Tennessee, not Alabama. Moore has been battling against same-sex marriage for a while now. When a U.S. district judge deemed Alabama's ban on gay marriage unconstitutional in January 2015, Moore wrote a similar order. That same district judge reaffirmed her ruling twice, once in May last year and again after the Supreme Court decision. In the latest order, Moore says some recent developments, including the case of Kentucky County Clerk Kim Davis, who was arrested for refusing to issue marriage licenses to same-sex couples, have caused confusion and uncertainty that affects the administration of justice. As you can imagine, same-sex marriage proponents aren't happy. The Southern Poverty Law Center says Moore's order can't override the district judge's ruling and he should be removed from office. The group told NPR, this is Moore yet again, confusing his role as Chief Justice with his personal anti-LGBT agenda. Moore's order says the same-sex marriage ban will stay in place until 
further decision by the Alabama Supreme Court. No word yet on how long that would take. For Newsy, I'm Eugene Daniels. So that's not the six things. Is this the six things down here? Moore's telling judges to do something that clearly violates a federal ruling. I think they covered that. Moore cited the Bible when advised Alabama to disobey another federal court order on same-sex marriage. Yeah, that's a problem. Moore argued that the state should keep kids away from gay parents. Oh, over three. Moore. Moore is thrown off the Alabama Supreme Court for installing a Ten Commandments monument in a government building and then refusing to remove it. He unveiled a 5,280-pound stone monument to the Ten Commandments. August 1st, 2001. Holy shit. Uh, Moore supports public prayer, but only if it's Christian, of course. Moore cannot be reelected, but he can run for higher office. And I guess a place like Alabama, he could probably win. Let's do one more of these stories, gay news. Got to pick a good one. I feel a lot of pressure. I feel a lot of pressure. Channing Tatum got in drag and teamed up with Beyonce to slay Run the World Girls. I got a feeling that's got some copyrighted uh, copyright issues. Uh, Dame Edna slams Caitlyn Jenner trans women as mutilated men. Uh, I don't think he's mutilated. He has gruesome titties. I think he still got his dick in his balls or whatever. I don't know. I'm not privy to that information, I guess. <laughs> Someone find out if Caitlyn Jenner has a dick and balls. Someone get on that. It does have some big fake titties, so, you know, that's what it is. <laughs> um, Kentucky man holds animals for ransom, demands sex. I'm not sure why that's in the gay news section, but I got to look at it. I mean, I, I can't not look at it. Kentucky man holds animals for ransom, demands sex. <clears throat> I mean, if that's not a good story to end on, I don't know what is. Kentucky man is facing charges after authorities say so stole another man's farm animals and then offered to return them on the condition that he'd have sex with him. Well, that's a novel approach. Rodney Brown, 25, was arrested on Monday on charges. Okay, there's a new story. I'm going to read all that. Let them read it. That's their fucking job. It's an unusual case. Tonight, the Wayne County <laughs> Sheriff's Office has arrested a man they say stole livestock from someone, then offered to return the animals to the victim if that person had sex with him. Victor Puente has the story new at 6. According this is a dude who has no game whatsoever. That was his icebreaker. You'll get your animals back when I'm allowed to suck your dick. It seems to be something better. Maybe just a cheesy pickup line. Say, man, oh, man, these pants are tight. We should get them off. Something any better than stealing the dude's animals. To the arrest warrant, deputies served on 25-year-old Rodney Brown. This whole ordeal started with the theft of 25 roosters, a goat, some tools, and some equipment. 25 cocks, come on. ...used to keep those roosters. Police say Brown took them from the victim's home, and they charged him with theft by unlawful taking. What they say happened next led to even more charges. What the fuck does that mean, theft by unlawful taking? Isn't that what theft is, unlawful taking? Uh, I don't know. I'm just going to get sidetracked. To the, that's not the meat of the story. 
Brown's arrest warrant says after he stole those animals and items, he contacted the victim, sending him a text that said he would return everything if that victim would have sex with him. Hey, how's it going? Uh, you may notice you got a lot of roosters missing. I'm thinking I'd come over, have a little wine, light some candles, you know, maybe, uh, watch some porn, you know, maybe, maybe get along a little bit, and uh, voila, you get your roosters back. What do you think about that? Huh? Is that... Does that seem like something you're into? The warrant says a deputy saw those texts on the victim's phone. It also says Brown threatened to beat the victim. If you know, maybe, uh, maybe you stick your dick in my mouth and uh, maybe you get your roosters back. I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll see where the night goes, where the night takes us. He reported the theft. <laughs> the victim called police and they charged Brown with promoting prostitution and third-degree terroristic threatening <laughs> in addition to that theft charge. When we called the Wayne County Detention Center this morning to see if he wanted to discuss the charges, he told jail workers he didn't want to talk about them. In Wayne County, Victor Puente, WKYT. And jail leaders tell us Brown bonded out this afternoon. One of the corrections or conditions of his bond is that he not have any contact with the victim. Or with roosters. Or any other animals that could be used as ransom. <laughs> oh, shit. I think that's a good place to leave it. We go to 930, but fuck that. I'm 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 moving to the weekend. Damn it. Like I'm going to find a better story than that. I mean, really. <laughs> and I guess he thought that was going to work. The guy was going to be like, "Yeah. You know what? Yes, I get some dick. I get my roosters back. That's a fucking win-win. Let's do this." I don't know. But really, seriously. Yeah, something better than that. Like, "Hey, uh this is when you see him, just ask me if you've ever, if you ever seen Brokeback Mountain. What, what fucking better way to open up a conversation like that? And he goes like, oh, no, I'll never watch that. Well, then you know he's probably not gay. And you can move on, not steal his roosters or whatnot. What the fuck? Okay, get some game. Get some game to spit. Get some pride about yourself. Jesus Christ. Fucking man up. And ask that dude if he wants to suck some cock or not. I'll steal your roosters. It's like if you liked a girl when you were younger and you pulled her ponytail. That's what he did. He pulled that guy's ponytail. <laughs> Stoner Jesus show. Holy shit. We got another break. And then uh, I may have news about our former little bald Mexican intern, Kimo Suave News, you are not going to want to miss. That's right. It's very dramatic. Stay tuned. The Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. The Stoner Jesus Show is brought to you in part by Hemptations.com and PlanetEverywhere.com. They got a lot of awesome stuff for you to check out. But don't just take my word for it. Let Beach, the owner of Hemptations, tell you all about it. It's a very large selection of hemp goods. Everything from reusable coffee filters to frisbees, bandanas, everything planted everywhere on the site is made in Cincinnati, Ohio, made locally. We also have other retail products from our cosmetics, uh, earthly body product, bags. 
tags on the retail site. You know, again, uh, anybody local in Cincinnati can go to hemptations.com and get the info on the stores. Planet Everywhere is our .com is our retail site. You can hit me up on Hemptation Beach or like my Facebook page, Hemptations or Hemptations 2. I'm on Twitter, Google, I'm on the Internet everywhere, just like everyone. Um, you know, we love to hear from people all over the world, positive things about industrial hemp. That's what I do. That's what we do, largest selection of industrial hemp on the planet in the stores. And I'd like to grow that inventory to be able to say that I haven't actually checked out all the other hemp retail spots to see if we have the largest amount on our planet everywhere but uh, it's a it's a fair it's a fair selection and as beach always says having temptations gondrepreneur.com your guide to the cannabis business world gondrepreneur.com is a comprehensive resource for cannabis professionals and entrepreneurs Download the Gondrepreneur app on your smartphone or tablet to catch up on cannabis industry news, scroll through our daily job listings, and learn about successful cannabis companies, executives, and investors. Gondrepreneur.com, helping Gondrepreneurs grow. The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Radio.com, Stoner Jesus Show, live, recording the podcast on January 8th, 2016. Thanks, everybody, for checking out the show. Before we leave you, I bid you adieu for the weekend, as it were. Some of you may remember the story of our young, bald, or our little, bald Mexican intern. He's not young anymore. Our little, bald Mexican intern, Chemo Suave. Kimo Suave actually goes back to the uh, the pre-Spreaker days, the pre-Blog Talk Radio days of 2008 and 2009. He was our intern. And, um, you know, he got into some trouble. It's a big, long story arc back then of <laughs> him being sent off to Mexican Ass-Rate Prison. Well, he languished in Mexican Ass-Rate Prison for five and a half years till last summer, not the... Uh, not the summer previously, but the summer before that, summer of 2014. St. Peter was gone for two and a half months. It was a big saga. He went down to Mexico. A lot of you remember what it is. You know, he left voicemails. We have phone calls and just all kinds of shit happened. But he rescued Kimo Suave and he brought him back. And then Kimo Suave hid in the haunted house for a long time because of certain problems. And then things didn't go well with his trip with Peter or whatever. And then, uh, you know, he did the intern thing for a while. And then he disappears. Now, he disappeared on the day that a Mexican drug lord, kingpin, and a chapo was uh, escaped from federal Mexican ass-rape prison. We haven't heard from Chemo, didn't know what's going on with him since then. 
So today, I hear that El Chapo was recaptured yet again by Mexican authorities. And lo and behold, one of the interns tells me that uh, a certain little bald Mexican was trying uh, to call the show and trying to get a hold of me earlier today. A little bald Mexican that sounded oddly like Kimo Suave. Now, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say that there's some sort of connection, that he disappeared when El Chapo escaped. I'm sorry. El Chapo from Mexican Hesray Prison. And now he's calling. Now that El Chapo has been recaptured. May entirely be a coincidence. It may not. I don't know. Anyway, I'm saying is you know we'll, we'll see if we hear more from Kimo Suave. Is basically what I'm getting to. It's the point. Maybe you remember Kimo Suave. Is a uh, quite the um, quite the personality. <laughs> Very natural. Very natural radio personality. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, go spread the word about the, the podcast on sternjesus.net and on cannabisradio.com and all the great podcasts on cannabisradio.com, the premier cannabis radio and podcasting network in the fucking universe. That's right. There's your tagline. This has been the Stern Jesus Show, January 8th, 2016. The recording of the podcast. Like I said, be on the lookout soon. For Pothead Punditry. Put the links in all the social media shit and all that. And I look for my articles coming up in the Libertarian or on the Libertarian Republic.com. The Lib Republic on Twitter. The Libertarian Republic on Facebook. Just go to the website. I'll be there. Also, you can catch me on the smokingbud.com. It's awesome as well. Stern G's show. Thanks everybody for listening. See you next week. It'll be a Monday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on CannabisRadio.com and Cannabis Radio on Spreaker. We're live on there. We're Cannabis Radio on air. Thanks for listening, everybody. And as always, peace, bitches. Follow Stoner Jesus on Twitter at StonerJesus420 and at StonerJesusNet. You can find St. Peter on Twitter at ST underscore Peter420. Dankraven is on Twitter at Dankraven420. And Stoner Schizo can be found at Stoner Schizo on Twitter. Schizo is spelled S-K-I-T-Z-O. You can find all other information about the Stoner Jesus Show at stonerjesus.net.